Hello and welcome to a Brucey bonus episode of the Black Country Ramble. If you couldn't guess from that intro joke that I struggled to deliver without giggling, this is a Steve Bruce reaction podcast. He's just done his first press conference as West Bromwich Albion manager and there has naturally been quite a reaction on social media over the last couple of days since it became clear that he would be the Albion manager and then eventually on Thursday uh, when he was appointed Albion manager. In this episode, I'm just going to talk briefly for 10-15 minutes about the pros and cons of the appointment and then finally what's in his um, managerial in-tray, so to speak, to use that um, old football cliche. What's he got to tackle um, as soon as he arrives at the Hawthorns? Okay, so without further ado, we're going to jump straight into the pros of the appointment. I tend to be quite positive on the podcast. JB sometimes pokes fun at me for being too much of a happy clapper, so to speak, with Albion. But I will start with the pros because I feel it's a, it's a complex appointment, but there certainly are positives to be had. So firstly, um, it it will give us a chance to have that new manager bounce and go back to basics, if you like. Steve Bruce has a little bit of a track record of going into places where they just need to put the brakes on, stop the rot and then stabilise. Yes, a lot of Newcastle fans won't be happy with where he left them, um, but finishing 12th and finishing 13th in the Premier League is nothing to be sniffed at. Um, and he also took Villa from a, a undeniably mid-table championship club to a playoff campaign in his first full season at Villa Park. So there are massive positives there. I think the, the main thing and the reason he probably gets that new manager reaction is he's not a manager with a very distinct tactical approach. Um, and he said in his, his press conference this afternoon that he will be looking to get the most out of his squad. He said he's going to look to assess the squad and go from there. And I know for a lot of Albion fans, myself included, um, that was a little bit of a frustration under Valerian Ishmael that he wanted to implement his style, even if he didn't have the personnel to do so. Well, you could argue it's not a pro that Steve Bruce doesn't have a discernible style, but you could argue that it is um, a positive thing that he's going to look at the squad and try to build his approach around that. So yeah, that's that's pro number one. On to pro number two, and this is probably the, the, the biggest um, positive to the appointment. He's a man with four championship promotions on his CV, twice with Blues, twice with Hull, and crucially twice in the playoffs. Albion are currently sitting sixth, and we are a little bit adrift from the top two. I mean, Steve Bruce is going to say all the right things in his press conference, and he said that, you know, the top two aren't out of reach. We've got a chance of catching them. Yeah, possibly. That remains to be seen. Uh, the likelihood is, though, that if he manages to stabilise and sort of push us on to a, a half-decent finish to the season, a la Jimmy Shan a few years ago, we should be looking at a playoff campaign at the end of the season. Now, this is a man who got Blues up through the playoffs and Hull up through the playoffs. Albion have had a lot of playoff heartache, and we are, with a lot of other clubs, one, one of those teams who always come out on the wrong end of the playoffs. There are some teams who just seem to find a way to win in the playoffs and get through, and maybe some managers as well. But Albion have not been a, um, a lucky club in the playoffs for the last few years. And I do say lucky because even if you've got a manager who is used to getting through the playoffs or, a, or an excellent squad, it does take a whole lot of luck to win those three games of football to get back to the Premier League. On his championship record I would say the only caveat is he's not actually done it in quite a while 2016 was the last time he had a promotion from the championship that was with Hull and that one was through the playoffs however at the same time 
He's only had one full season as a championship manager since then. He took over halfway through a season at Villa and stabilised. And then the following year was his only full season as a championship manager since that promotion with Hull. And he did manage to get to the playoffs um, where ultimately they lost to Fulham in the final and they were beaten well on the day. He then obviously was sacked the following season from Villa because things weren't going well, but still it's not a full season and you know you never know where it might have gone had that cabbage not been thrown when Villa were um, in free fall a little bit under him. And then finally... It's not a glamorous appointment, but it's what the club needs at the moment. Um, I think sometimes what we want as fans and what we accept we need as fans are sometimes different things. And I think most Albion fans are going to hold their hands up and say, right, fair enough. It, it's a short-term appointment and it's a safe pair of hands. I can't see how this goes wrong for Albion because if we aren't in the playoffs come to the end of the season, then we will look back, we'll, we'll break the contracts off with Bruce, I'm sure, and just move for somebody else. If we are in the playoffs and we lose, then we've got the choice to be stick or twist with Steve Bruce. Or if we get promoted, great, it worked out and that's best case scenario. I don't think Bruce is going to be all that desperate to stay if we don't finish in the top six. And I don't think anyone's going to be desperate for him to stay if he doesn't. Um, if he can do well between now and the end of the season then it and build that relationship with the fans, then it does give us a chance to assess again in the summer. I know Tony Mowbray's contract's up and a lot of uh, Albion fans are getting excited about that. I don't know if going back to Mowbray's the right thing to do. I feel like a lot of Albion fans romanticise his time at the Albion, um, which was a fantastic period, to be fair, to be an Albion fan. But I know it didn't end well. And obviously him leaving for Celtic at the end did mar that a little bit for some Albion fans. But a lot of water's passed under the bridge. And some Albion fans are suggesting that um, Steve Bruce into the end of the season. And if we don't get promoted, go for Tony Mowbray. Not saying I'm against it. There you go. Um, on to the cons then of appointing Steve Bruce. The first one is it's not an inspiring name. This might seem um, a little bit petty, but it's not. I found that the Valerian Ishmael appointment was quite exciting. It was something to get behind. Um, and it was a, you know, it was a bit left field. It was exciting. And I thought, oh, come on, we've got a little bit of a project here, something to get behind, a discernible style of play. We're thinking medium to long term. It ticks all the right boxes. However, now is not really the time for that. So although I'm saying that's a con, I accept that it's it's a necessary evil and it's a means to an end, so to speak. It's not really the time to gamble. I think it's very, very important that we... Um, I, it's of paramount importance that we stabilise and it's very important that we look to get back to the Premier League within the next 18 months. So this Steve Bruce contract of 18 months does make sense, really. That'll take us through to when the parachute payments end. Second con really for me is a, it, it smacks of a lack of planning so the appointment comes at the end of a transfer window um, where we signed DK for Valerian Ishmael we signed Andy Carroll as a panic buy in the last few days of the window and we released Robert Snodgrass who is a real favourite of Steve Bruce and I don't know if Steve Bruce would have done those last two I'd, I'd say any manager is going to sign Daryl DK what a prospect Albion have got on their hands regardless of who the manager is but would he have signed Andy Carroll probably not he's just released him at Newcastle would he have released Robert Snodgrass probably not he loved him at Villa so I'm I'm not sure it it sort of fits the wider picture but it, there's been massive massive change at Albion in the last few days Ron Gourlay has been appointed uh, CEO um, and Gauchan Lai is now the chairman 
which is the role that Jeremy Peace used to have. So Gao Chan Lai is now not just the majority stakeholder or shareholder rather, but he's also the um, chairman at the club, which is an interesting change, um, even if it's if it's just a subtle one. And then the third con really on bringing Bruce in, it, it's not about the image that it sets for the club, um, but Albion have this image uh, that they're happy to just dip into the married managerial merry-go-round whenever they're, they're in a little bit of trouble. And it does look like a club that isn't run that well when that happens. Now, my problem isn't that we go for these short-term quick fix, Sam Allardyce, Alan Pardew, Steve Bruce managers. It's not. My problem with it is it's never really worked for Albion. The only one who I would say has really been a success was Tony Pulis, and he is almost as unpopular as Valerian Ishmael. And Tony Pulis really, really does have a poor relationship with the fan base, and he was probably the most successful of these managerial merry-go-round types. And I don't include Roy Hodgson in that. I don't think he is managerial merry-go-round. And I don't think, he certainly wasn't at that time in his career. And he went on to manage England after Albion. So I wouldn't include him in that at all. Um, I, Pardew didn't work out. We were obviously relegated embarrassingly. Alan, um, Alan uh, Sam Allardyce didn't work either. We, I, th- I think people have sort of tried to rewrite history a little bit on Allardyce and said like, oh, we, but you sorted so much out, you know, oh, I'd kill for him back now and all this stuff. Allardyce wasn't, Allardyce was a matter of, I think, what, two or three points off safety when he took over. Um, in the end, we were relegated in a really, really poor fashion. Um, so Allardyce wasn't a success. And I think anyone who's now claiming he was um, just had slightly, uh, had a bit of a dampener on Valerian Ishmael and they were saying that things were all rosy beforehand. Uh, I don't agree. I think Alan Pardew and Allardyce are two of the worst appointments we've made in modern times um, at the Albion. And then uh, with Steve Bruce now as the fourth, if you like, of that uh, managerial merry-go-round quartet, it just, um, you know, the jury's out as to whether this will work. I know we've often gone for these managers in the Premier League rather than in the Championship. Um, So obviously the end goal is survival rather than promotion. And survival for a club of Albion size um, is more difficult than promotion, if that makes sense. We've always had a good enough squad to get up and the resources to get up. We're generally swimming against the tide when it comes to trying to bridge that gap um, and and end up safe at the end of the season. So it's not that it looks bad for the club, which I think it does, that we keep dipping into the managerial merry-go-round, but it's that it's never really worked other than Pulis. um, And I think Pulis eventually left us in, in really poor shape um, in terms of an ageing squad that could only really play one way. And I'll be interested to see, A, how long he stays, B, how it looks on the pitch, and C, where Steve Bruce leaves us at the end. And then finally, I want to talk about what's in Steve Bruce's in-tray. Uh, Ron Gourlay has spoken at length, and I, I know this comes back to saying the right things, but he really has said the right thing here. He said what fans want to hear. Uh, there's a bit of a disconnect between fans and players, um, and you know the club and the fans, and it's not a nice atmosphere in the Hawthorns, and Ron Gourlay has spoken about wanting to change that. Great, fantastic. Thank you for saying that, Ron. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to work that out when you can hear, we want our club back um, and sack the board, sack the board, sack the board every week. But Albion have essentially sacked the board and with the appointment of a new manager, um, Ron Gourlay's trying to, in 
quotation marks, get the club back, I suppose. But that remains to be seen. So how are they going to achieve that? What would that look like? What would success look like for Albion and for the fans, crucially? Because that's what Ron Gourley's spoken about at length. Firstly, it's to stabilise on the pitch. As I alluded to already, um, it's about points on the board. We have a really, really tough February. Um, we play Middlesbrough, Luton, Blackburn, and obviously Sheffield United up first on Wednesday. But in a, aside in our form, that's that's a real red flag period of the season. Now, if Steve Bruce can stabilise in that period and take a respectable points tally, then it's something to build on. And all of a sudden, we'd be right back in with a shout of automatic promotion if it were to go really well. If we can still be in the top six come the end of those four games, I think that does represent success and that's something to build on. The second thing would be to fix the midfield. Um, and if that sounds obvious and silly, yeah, fair enough. Um, but we've currently got good players in the midfield, um, such as Alex Mower or players like um, Adam Reach. Matt Phillips can play there as well. Jake Livermore obviously does a job and he's played under Steve Bruce before. We need to start using these players because we've got good championship players who barely touch the ball in 90 minutes under Valerian Ishmael. It was basically centre-back punts it up to a striker, it doesn't come off and then it's rinse and repeat. Whereas now we can look to build through the midfield a little bit. Um, and yeah, I think if we had a window, Steve Bruce would definitely have signed one or two midfielders, whether that's a number 10 um, or an old-fashioned number 8. Perhaps both if I'm looking at Albion's squad and judging off what we need to play uh, a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-3-3. I'd probably say we need both of those things, but that remains to be seen. Um, the second thing I think that he would need to do to to you know to win those fans back to 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 establish a successful start at the club um, would be to utilise the squad. And now he said in his press conference that he's going to do this, which is good. It's nice to hear. Um, but then you've got to think, what does that look like? So if he's saying he's going to come in and not try and implement a style on the squad, but rather build a style that suits the squad. I'm looking at Albion's squad and I'm thinking, well, what do we have that works really well? We have a goalkeeper in Sam Johnston who is an excellent shot stopper, not that comfortable on the ball, so I wouldn't be trying to play out from the back. I also wouldn't build a system that asks him to be a sweeper keeper because I think that's where a lot of his mistakes have come from at the moment. I think we've got good fullbacks who are very good in a back four and I wouldn't entertain a back three or a back five for a second because Connor Townsend and Darnell Furlong have real, real quality. But I think when they're playing as fullbacks and there isn't that onus on them to um, beat a man and get forward, I think they're both functional crosses of football, particularly Townsend. Um, and they're okay when there's not as much uh, focus on them being a, being um, really dangerous in the opposition final third. I'd then say a double pivot of um, of snog uh, snoggrass double pivot of Moa. Um, sorry, Robert, uh, you're long gone now. Um, Moa and Livermore would work really well for the Albion. I, I think as long as they've got someone in front of them. So yes, you could play them in a midfield three but I think those two behind a creative player is probably what's going to work best at the Albion I, I think maybe Taylor Gardner-Hickman in a midfield three but I don't think anyone really sees his best position in that mid midfield three perhaps Matt Phillips in a midfield three that remains to be seen maybe Callum Robinson as a number 10 
in a 4-2-3-1. It's not something we've done before, but I can't see why that wouldn't work. I mean, I wish we had Mateus Pereira back, but there we go. Um, and then Carlin Grant off the left, Grady Diangana off the right, um, and then eventually when he's fit, Daryl DK through the middle. I think that it, almost a best 11 picks itself for Albion. It's just whether you want to go for a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1. I can't see us playing a 4-4-2. Um, I don't think we've got a good enough midfield two to do that. It didn't work in a 3-4-3. I don't think it's going to work in a 4-4-2. And I also don't think that any combination of Andy Carroll plus... Robertson or uh, sorry Robinson or um, Grant is going to work until DK's back and I think when DK's back we'll we will see DK through the middle on his own and we'll see Andy Carroll through the middle on his own until that point and then as regards centre backs I think as good as Kyle Bartley has been at times in the last couple of years at Albion I would probably see this as a chance to just put a line in the sand and say right Kyle Bartley um, is going to become a squad player because I think in Matt Clark and in Dara O'Shea, we've got two top, top, top championship centre-backs. And I'd like to see them there. Don't ask me why I didn't say that at the start when I was doing the defence. Um, it's kind of just occurred to me that that would be the best place to, uh, to, to have started. But there you go. So, yeah, pros really of um, of Brucey coming in. It, we hope we can steady the ship and get the manager, new manager bounce. Um, he's got a good championship CV um, and it's that short-term appointment that the club needs. And then the cons, it's not really exciting. Um, it doesn't really fit with the wider planning that's gone over over the last however many months at the Albion. And then thirdly, it was a definite managerial merry-go-round appointment. And if he can fix the midfield and win those fans back by building a style that fits the squad um, and giving us a chance of getting in the playoffs by the end of the season, um, at the very minimum, I think that would represent success for Steve Bruce and for Albion this season. If you disagree with anything I've said or you just want to have a chat you can get in touch at bcr pod on twitter and also if you are listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, you can actually rate us um hopefully five star rating but do be honest give us whatever rating you want we will be back next week to review wolves fa cup game against norwich and also see how albion get on against sheffield united in steve bruce's first game at the club which is as most teams are at this level uh, one of Steve Bruce's former clubs I'm sure he'd be a very popular man there having gone from Sheffield United eventually to Sheffield Wednesday um, but we'll see what his reception is hopefully he'll get a better, better reception from the Albion fans than he will from the Blades fans thank you for listening to this Brucey bonus episode of the Black Country Ramble catch you next week when we are talking Wolves and Albion as we normally do